In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Obadiah, verses 15 through 18, where I'll answer the question, what is the message of Obadiah? Obadiah, verses 15 through 18, says, For the day of the Lord is near upon all the nations. As you have done, it shall be done to you. Your deeds shall return on your own head. For as you have drunk on my holy mountain, so all the nations shall drink continually. They shall drink and swallow and shall be as though they had never been. But in Mount Zion there shall be those who escape, and it shall be holy. And the house of Jacob shall possess their own possessions. The house of Jacob shall be a fire, and the house of Joseph a flame, and the house of Esau stubble. They shall burn them and consume them, and there shall be no survivor for the house of Esau, for the Lord has spoken. Obadiah prophesies after the fall of Jerusalem to the Babylonians, most likely, and his message is one towards Edom, the cousin of Israel, as it were, and his message to them is that doom is going to come upon you, because while you should have been helping your sister nation, you instead assisted the Babylonians in delivering up the people of Israel who were trying to escape to the Babylonian captors. And it's because of this great betrayal that the Lord pronounces doom through Obadiah upon the nation of Edom. It's this destruction that is coming that Obadiah speaks to Edom about. Here are three thoughts from Obadiah 15 through 18 answering the question, what is the message of Obadiah? Thought number one, coming judgment. There's this promise here in the verses that I read of the coming judgment. And this coming judgment is a judgment that God is going to enact on all the nations. And the coming judgment is going to be a massive destruction that takes place on all of these different nations that existed around Israel at the time of their destruction. And it certainly seems likely that this great day of the Lord, this coming destruction, is fulfilled by Alexander the Great as he comes through and conquers all of these various nations, completely leveling everyone in his path. Thought number two, Jacob restored. So while this day of the Lord is coming and it's going to be a great destruction and the nations all around Israel are going to be crushed, Jacob that is Israel, that is the people of God, the descendants of Abraham, all of these people are going to be restored. They're going to be restored and they are going to be put back in the place that the Lord has chosen for them. They're going to be placed back in the land of promise and the Lord would once again inhabit his temple that would be rebuilt because he's restoring his nation. He's restoring Jacob. So these people that the Edomites were sort of giving up to the Babylonians, that they had betrayed, the Lord is going to bring them back. He's going to bring them back and place them precisely where he wants them to be. And he's going to restore them as a nation, but no such promise is going to be made to Edom. Thought number three, Esau destroyed. Esau is representative of the people of Edom because all the Edomites, they're the descendants of Esau. So. Israel, Judah, these are the descendants of Jacob. Edom, they are descendants of Esau. And while they should have helped their cousins, they didn't. Instead, what they did was help the Babylonians to enslave them 
They took those that were trying to flee from the coming disaster and they gave them up to the enemies. And it's because of this that Edom would be destroyed, that the Lord would not restore them, but instead that they would be utterly crushed. And there's a reason why most people don't really know what we're talking about when we talk about Edom. It's only Bible folks who care about Edom because Edom didn't survive. There are still descendants of Israel that are alive today. You know, there are still Jewish communities all over the world. The people of Israel still exist. They still live in all these different pockets all over the place, but you will not find pockets of Edomites anywhere. There's a reason for that. It's because the Lord has utterly destroyed them. The Lord has brought about such a significant destruction upon them that they just aren't around. There's none of them left. But he has saved a remnant and restored a remnant of his own people. And that restored remnant of his own people reestablished the right worship of God there in the temple. And then it's ultimately there at the temple that we find Christ about his father's work. So Obadiah is primarily expressing doom against this nation that had betrayed their neighbors. But it ultimately shows us a picture of how God restores his covenant people so that he can bring about his ultimate purposes for redemption in the world. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of the book of Obadiah. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.